0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning into our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard
1: all around the world? <laughs>
2: That's right, Sunday night, and it's Father's Day, and we're live. Well, maybe. All right, we're Memorex, we're taped, Uh, but it's Father's Day, so so I just wanted to, uh, you know, come here, wish you all happy Father's Day, and share some kick-ass friggin' music and artists that I have had the chance to talk to over the last few weeks. So, here we go, Total Radio on Father's Day, special Father's Day edition. My name is Bay Ragney, and... Like I said, we got uh, we got some music. I just I just got to share. Uh, it's been a you know I taped these interviews over the last uh, two three weeks, and uh, it's time it's time to stop sitting on these interviews and get them out there for everybody to hear as well as share some killer freaking music. Like I said, I got three artists. Um, let me figure out which order I'm going to do them in. Let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to go. Hmm. Okay. So, the three artists are, first we have, uh, we're going to go over to Sweden. Uh, the band is called Corroded. And when I heard these, uh, when I first heard the band name, I thought to myself, damn, like, I, I thought they were going to be, like, really super, like, heavy, kind of death metal, or maybe just thrashy metal with the name Corroded. And eh, wrong. I was, I was very wrong. I, I mean, they're heavy. They're a killer hard rock band, uh, slightly metal at times. But they're almost like um, the down answer to Sweden. I mean, these guys have sold uh, some nice uh, amount of records over there in Sweden. They're, like, always on top of the charts. And uh, they got a new album out. So um, I get to talk to the lead singer uh, slash guitarist. His name is Jens Weston. So uh, I'm going to do that interview first. And then we're going to um, go uh, out to Chicago for some true heavy freaking metal with a name like the Scream King. Uh, the band's called Scream King. Uh, I got to talk to the lead singer, Joe Lawson. band is freaking heavy. They kick ass. Um, it's just killer, like in-your-face freaking metal. Uh, I'm sure you're going to like it. I know you're going to like it. No, you know what? You're not going to like it. I'm kidding. I lied. You're going to freaking love it. How about that? So uh, I got to talk to Joe a couple weeks back, and we're going to play some, uh, play some screen key music as well. And then we're going to wrap up this show with um, – we're going to go rap metal. And I know you're going to think to yourself, oh, Christ, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Well, nothing for nothing. Believe it or not, I do like rap metal. Um, I think some rap metal really is some heavy friggin' stuff and kicks frigging ass. And you know what? When I, when I got first presented with, uh, our last artist of the night, I was kind of like, all right, rap metal, like kind of scared because, you know, it's not really that much of a thing anymore. And then I, you look at the dude, it looks like a real squeaky clean, nice dude. Well, then I listened to the music, actually, no correction. Then I saw the, one of the live videos, uh, for one of the songs, which I think is one of the songs I'll be playing tonight, um, And and I was hooked. And then I listened to the album, and then I was even more hooked. His name is Andrew W. Boss. He's from the Utah area, and uh, he just did a little mini-run tour with uh, that band Twisted. But uh, I'm pretty sure he blew them off the stage every night. This dude freaking kicks ass. Uh, His name is Andrew W. Boss. Check him out. Uh, That's going to be the last interview of the night. But uh, there you go. So let's kick out the show. Let's do this. Let's go over to Sweden. Let's get corroded with Mr. Jens West. Hey, who do we have here? Hi there. This is Jens from Corroded. Hey, Jens, how you doing?
3: It's fine.
2: Good. Good man.
3: So, everything is good?
2: Yeah. You know, it, everything it can is all good be for better. you as well? Everything, uh, you know, Sorry? it can always be better. It can always be better, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course.
3: yeah. I mean, I, got
2: it. I got it but but it sounds like it's it's pretty good with you guys right now. I mean, uh ever since you signed with uh D Spot Records, uh, things have really uh turned around big time it seems.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um prior to this, we 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 just kind of uh went for Sweden and I mean, we we've, we've been doing this for a lot of years in Sweden, but but it's not until now so it's been kind of a bigger it's getting bigger and better the way it's supposed to be
2: sure sure now was uh like signing with them was uh i guess them re-releasing like all your back catalog you know now worldwide i mean that had to be a huge part in uh wanting to sign with them
3: yeah of course i mean that that was one of the main issues that we had it it needed to be a uh uh, a, a label that was sort of willing to to commit and and do stuff, and I mean they they've they've showed it and and they're showing it all the time, so it's it's all
2: good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, how about um like with the with your older releases, were you guys doing them independently yourself, putting them out, or were you just with another label that just wasn't putting them out worldwide, or?
3: Yeah, uh, we we had a label that that and and the sort of main goal for them was first first and foremost Sweden. So it, it was always gotcha. just kind of kind of Sweden. So yeah,
2: that has to be super frustrating though.
3: For for us, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was always kind of like, isn't it time for us to do something? Outside of Sweden, yeah, of course. Uh, wait until the next album, and then we will sort of do a big campaign and, and and stuff. But but it never happened. So so for us to to buy everything from from the old label, that was that was a no brainer as well. So
2: that's awesome. Now when yeah. uh, when you guys were presented to me, I mean, when I first heard the band name Corroded, I was I was honestly expecting like this like super heavy metal. Band and when I start listening to you guys, I'm like, these guys are like the Shine Down of Sweden.
3: Yeah, I mean we we get that a lot, especially from from you guys over over there. So so it's uh, yeah, and I get it. I get it. Why? I mean, the the fun part. I haven't listened that much to Shine Down. <laughs> I, I gotta okay. admit. <laughs> So, but it—I mean—that's those guys started as well from from something. So, so, and it, I've heard a lot of them. I mean, now nowadays, and I think yeah. they're they're kind of awesome. So it's it's yeah. it's good.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and they're huge here. So I mean, that's kind of be a vote of confidence for you guys because, um, yeah, I think once <laughs> the word really just... gets out here, yeah, once once the word gets out of here uh, to the states of corroded. I mean, I, I see nothing but good things for you guys.
3: Yeah, we hope that as well. I mean, that's, I mean, absolutely. That, that was, that is something that you have been sort of, that's something that we have been wanting since since we were kind of young little babies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, how about like uh, this, the new album now, which came out uh, in April, Defcon Zero. Um, yeah. Now, this is your first album in five years?
3: Yeah. So, it, but it, I mean, the the record the the record itself has been it's been done for I think almost three years.
2: Oh wow.
3: Yeah. So so, so I, I uh, to,
2: it's it, yeah the the issues with the label and all I guess held everything up. Or.
3: Yeah, so that was uh, I mean that was kind of a lo- lengthy process. It uh, and it, of course it takes time. I mean everyone wants a piece of the cake. <laughs> um, so, so, so everyone wants wants what theirs in the end, and there's right. lawyers and stuff, and, and it just takes time. I mean, it's we've been stuck in limbo for almost five years. So for us, this is oh. absolutely awful. Awesome.
2: Oh, that's painful. That <laughs> sounds horrible.
3: Yeah, yeah but I mean, this is this is also the the the, the backside of this business. Most people yeah. don't see it, but I mean, you, you get you got a lot of friends that have sort of been in the same, uh, at least kind of situation as 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 we have been. So so this is not something that's new to this business. Right, unfortunately.
2: Now, what what kind of advice would you turn around and give, like somebody who's just starting in the music business after going through all that? What advice would you give to somebody?
3: yeah I mean, do do what you really want to do, of course, and, and th- this is something that happens if, if you're a bit unlucky, but, but I mean, be sure to to read through all the fine prints and the contracts and, and have a lawyer present and, and just do it by the book. then, right. then uh, mo- mostly you don't get to to find yourself in these situations.
2: Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you guys must have held, threw a hell of a party once the album came out.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah And it's been
3: a party ever since. So, so it's all good nowadays. I, good. It feels that's really good. good. I mean, that's that's your baby out there now. So, so it's 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 really good. It's a good feeling.
2: Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> now, I saw uh, you guys also have had like music in video games and a TV show, also as well.
3: Yeah. So I mean that that was the old label wasn't I mean those guys weren't bad bad guys or or anything like that I mean the only issue that we had with those guys that was I mean they they were mostly willing to to sort of commit to Sweden and and weren't willing to to make a a bigger effort when it came to, came to do stuff abroad but I mean they right. did they did get us on on to. Like the the survivor show for the Swedish survivor show, uh, we got to to do the music for that, and and we did Age of Rage, with, which was awesome to do for for Battlefield EA Games. That's uh, awesome. That was done, yeah, done for Battlefield Play for Free. So that was that was really really cool
2: yeah I, I bet you too like like i have um I have two young daughters, two teenage daughters, and it it's just shocking to me cause they're like you know it starts the whole generation now with video games, and they yeah. research so much between who's doing the voice acting of the video games, who's doing the music in the video games, and they know all this stuff and it's like a whole new way of prom- uh, it's probably even a better way of promotion for for bands like yourself to get involved with these video games now.
3: Yeah, ab- absolutely. I totally agree. I, m- I mean, if if you look at it nowadays, I mean, you get these these really famous actors doing voiceovers for 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 video games and stuff. So so it's it's a huge business nowadays. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't back in the days when 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 I sort of grew up, you you right. didn't even have video games. I mean, you had you had kind of Pong or stuff, yeah. Pac Man and shit that was it
2: yeah gobble gobble
3: gobble <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly that, that was sort of it yeah whole yeah nowadays i mean if if you look at the video games it's uh, yeah it's a completely different monster it's huge so it's it's exactly. awesome
2: so again with the, with the new album Defcon 0, like was there any meaning behind calling it Defcon 0 or was it like this is it it's finally here it's Defcon 0 time time to release it
3: Yeah I th- I think it was a, a kind of a mix of that and and the fact that we've been stuck in limbo for so long so you get sort of really annoyed at the end so you really want to go you really want to go war on someone but so that was right. that was uh, Def CON zero and and i mean at the same time it sort of uh depicts a, a kind of a, a new start for for everything i mean after Def CON zero what, there's nothing i mean there are right there's always, already been a absolute total nuclear holocaust for the for the whole world so so that's sort of a new start as well
2: right right so um the, uh, the states now are you guys going to uh, attempt to come over here this year possibly next year
3: yeah I think it, perhaps next year so we're I mean this is something that we really want to do but uh, it takes time to, to to get a tour going and, and there's a lot of sure. financing stuff that needs to be solved as well so, so uh, I think perhaps n- next year I hope in the beginning of next year sometime
2: that'd be awesome very very cool. Yeah, cool. All right. So where can uh, where can everybody find the band and find uh, the album? Well, now they can find all the albums. So where should everybody go to get all the albums and, and find you guys?
3: That's a really good question that I've been asking myself <laughs> as well. But I think I think you can go on on Amazon, and I know that we're doing a pledge campaign really soon for, for the oh nice for the for the back catalog as well uh, for especially for vinyl stuff. So that's something good. that that we're kind of looking forward to to do as well. So I mean, it's it's uh I think it's a good way to do stuff nowadays. Instead of, I mean, you you know that back in the days you can sit on sort of a kind of a, a huge back back stock and and that was not a not not a problem. But nowadays it's right. too much cost involved.
2: Sure, sure. So it's uh, I'll tell you what that, I mean, that whole. Uh, pledge uh the the pledge campaign that's been everybody i've been talking to they've been pretty successful with that so i mean that's huge yeah
3: yeah i mean it's it's been it's been really good I, I know a lot of bands that have been doing it and they they have been really happy about the result and and that's i mean that was something that we we were kind of looking into when we were stuck in limbo from, right. from the beginning but it, it it gets to be a big it's it, it's too much of a process for us to take care of if we sure. want to do touring and if we want to do sort of all the other stuff as well it gets too, it, it gets too big so that's that's why we do we, and, and then I mean Despots came along and so everything got hunky dory after that so that was all
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks to them
3: yeah thanks to, th- thanks to the guys in Despots
2: that's awesome Cool. So all right, so and the website is corroded.se.
3: Yeah, as, I mean I mean you can do it .com and you can do it um, I think we own all the or or you can do corrodedsweden.com. I know that. Uh nice. but I think it's it's under construction right now. So it's it's not out there yet. Though uh, at earlier. least as far as or Have you seen it or I was on there earlier,
2: yeah.
3: There you go. I mean, you see, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know that much <laughs> when it comes to it. So I don't know where. Yeah, to I was on there about now. two hours ago. Yeah, so it's out there. Good, finally. So yeah, it's been go. it's been. An, uh, it's been yeah, but it's been under construction for a long time. We have this really cool girl that did the the website for us, so that's that's fine. Yeah, okay. so it's out. Yeah, corroded dot You got the, so the, then it's uh, so it's out there. Good, and cool. th- there you can find us. You can you can find us uh, via Facebook? You got corroded. If you if you search Colorado there you got us. Nice. And, all over. And, I mean we got Twitter and stuff, but that's not something that we're too good at.
2: Yeah, I, I mean all that stuff. Sorry, it, it becomes a full time job for all that stuff.
3: Yeah, it it really does. So, I mean we're we're in a in a sort of trying to get people to take care of this stuff for us. Um, so that's, uh, I think we we got a few, few uh, sort of viable options when it comes to that.
2: Nice. Well, if you find some people that want to take on some more, tell them to come my way too. I'll give them some work too. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <coughs> yeah I totally. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a full time, it's a full time job.
2: Absolutely. Cool. Well, I'm loving the album. I'm going to keep uh, planning here for you. And uh, I hope to see you guys in 2018 coming here in the States.
3: Yeah, I mean that's something that we are really looking forward to. So that's uh, that's that's a must. Absolutely, absolutely, it needs to happen.
2: It's going to. I'm telling you, once once the once yeah. the state starts hearing this stuff, they're going to like it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's an awesome album. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no no way to sugarcoat that it's just exactly it's pure and simple awesome i love so it
2: that's, that's a great no, quote yeah. <laughs> yeah uh cool well jen thanks so much uh for, for uh calling in and uh again good luck with everything and i uh, hope to see you guys next year
3: yeah thank you
2: you're welcome and, and hope to Take talk care. soon oh. again absolutely yeah, and
3: you too see you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
2: Check them out. Just, do that. Oh, you just look up Corroded, Corroded, Sweden or Sweden Corroded. Either way, uh, check them out. Social media, website, uh, get the album, get all their albums. They got a bunch of stuff, killer stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it was super cool to talk to them. Let's uh, hmm. do I take my commercial break now and come back and go to Joe and then Andrew? Or do I take my commercial break after Joe? You know what? Let's, let's take our break now. This way we come back and we can hang out and, uh, and go through uh, two artists back to back, and we don't have to take a break or stop or anything. So uh, give me three minutes. Let's pay the bills. Keep the show rolling. Keep the power on. Keep the lights on. And on the flip side, we're going out to Chicago. We're going to bang our head with Scream King and Joe Lawson. Don't go away.
0: Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook.
2: All right. Welcome back to your radio. We're back. It's Sunday night. It's Father's Day. So I hope all the fathers are out there celebrating. Have a good day. Hope uh, hope the family and the uh, children uh, took good care of you today. Hope you're relaxing. Now that you're all relaxed, the belly's filled, maybe you got a beer in your hand, it's time to crank it up. We're going to talk to Joe Lawson, singer of the band Scream King. And afterwards we're going to play a couple tunes so you're going to really turn it up. And you're going to bang your head. And it's not even because I'm going to tell you you are. You, you're just not going to be able to help yourself. So here we go. Joe Lawson, Scream King. Is this the Scream King himself, Mr. Joe Lawson?
5: It sure is.
2: how are you doing, my friend?
5: I'm doing good. And who's this? This is Bay. Bay? Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was your name or what to what the, what the call you. So, okay. Nice <laughs> to meet you, Bay. You too, man. So
2: uh, you, you know, as I'm going through stuff and all, and I I see uh you know uh, Scream King's first show, you end up opening for uh, Metal Legends Anvil. I mean that's got to be a a nice pleasant uh, way to break the band in, huh?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a good uh, a good launch for us. That's for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Now had you you had been uh, around in the the scene? for a while, I guess, to, to get that spot where people knew you and they, they had uh, faith in you and your music? or
5: Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the area here where I lived, and uh, I've played all over, but uh, primarily this area. So, yeah, I, I knew the promoter, um, and we'd never played the club, but uh, always wanted to, and uh, it was a good uh, good opportunity for us, and we said, yeah, absolutely, we'd love to. So we were happy, stoked to get it, and it was a good show.
2: Nice. Now how long had you guys been uh together, putting things together before that first show?
5: Uh together as a band actually uh only a couple of months. So it was uh oh. it, we were pretty green. We were pretty fresh. Yep. Wow. Oh.
2: Now had you known uh, the guys from previous bands or just uh around the scene or
5: Um, well yeah, I knew I knew the guys uh that participated uh, in that lineup. Um for quite a while and had worked with uh, a few of them in previous bands. So, um, uh, yeah, and then uh, from that point on, we, we moved on with the uh, uh, drummer and the uh, uh, one guitar player, Rafael and Alex Hernandez. Um, we we continued on with uh, with what is now known as Scream King. Nice.
2: So I guess there has been some member changes over the years then, is what you're saying? Oh,
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, you know, <laughs> there's, the, we have the same problems that Megadeth has and that the, that the heavy hitters get too. Um, you know, it's just a little more difficult for us because we we can't attach the nice paychecks uh, that they get that those guys can. And uh, really, what you get is you get two different kinds of musicians. So I, I I categorize them. Maybe this is wrong of me to do, but I categorize them as resume builders or legacy builders. You're either you're one or the other. You're either a hired gun or you're in it to win it and you're a team member and you want to put the blood, sweat and tears in and build something significant. One or the other. So,
2: now, how frustrating is it when you get one of them, and you're hoping it's not that hired gun, where they're in it to win it, but then you realize, as you're getting as uh, time passes, that you realize they're just, uh, you know, a resume builder.
5: You know, over over recent years, it's gotten worse. I think. Um, yeah, it seems like musicians have such a short time, short attention span, and that they're. They're, all, they're gung-ho, okay, you got this big gig coming up with whoever it is, Metal Church, Anvil, whoever, and they're all, they're all guns blazing, and then afterwards, if there isn't something immediately afterwards to keep their interest, they're, they're, they're looking for something else. They're, they're on to the next, the next project. They never stick anything out long enough to build uh, something significant, you know? And the this, this sad and unfortunate thing is bands like Kiss, Megadeth, uh, Metallica, all those big names you would never ever heard of if somebody didn't persevere and stick it out and that's reality right. you know
2: yeah you,
5: you know so. it,
2: it's a um, i mean the way you're kind of explaining it too, I, I I've almost I, I mean I've been doing this show it's uh, going on 5 years now and usually it, it, musicians will always say how the um you know the fans will have that short attention span but I, I think it really makes a lot of sense what you're saying, where now the, the musicians creating the music have just a shorter attention span because you're seeing, like you're saying, that uh, you know that trickle-down effect where you're seeing uh, a band like a Megadeth or whoever, um, these big-name bands, are replacing members left and right. So, of course, you're going to see it yeah. uh, trickle down the line of, uh, of uh, the, the music industry, and yeah, it, I guess it is both sides of the fence. I never
5: thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, and, and another, and another thing that's whether the fans realize it or not, there's something called information overload and it's, it's with music and media it's to an extreme point nowadays. And this, a lot of things have lost the magic. It's lost the mystique. So for the, so for the fan, um, yeah, it's it's nothing new. It's like okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. You know, and and they're they're not they're not intentionally doing it. It's just mm-hmm. so many things are shoved down their throat. That to give you an example, like when you watch the news, I don't know how old you are, but back in the '70s and even the '80s, you watch the news. It was a guy sitting there with um, his, his agenda, and he told you the news, and that was the news. Now you turn right. the news on, there's something scrolling down at the bottom, there's something in the left hand corner, there's something in the right hand corner, they're talking about two or three different things at one time, We're talking to four different people at a time. There's so much going on that it's shoved down your throat. You're not digesting any of it. Well, music's the same way. If you don't give people time to get adapted to it and to digest it, they're not gonna be fans. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the same it's kind of the same that you know, that's something that I don't think a lot of bands maybe even really notice that or realize that, but it's a reality we face. And yeah, it definitely makes it more of a challenge for sure, trying to win people over.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And like uh, one of my biggest complaints, too, and uh, a lot of the bands I talk to kind of agree where you're seeing now where, uh, you know, a lot of bands are putting out a new release and, you know, they'll put that first single out like a couple months before the actual release. Well, now they don't even give it time to breathe where they're releasing another single the next week and each week they're releasing a song by the time the album comes out there's five songs already out there being played and when the album does come out it's like alright who cares now
5: right and and something with that that, that I, I always thought was a, a flaw in, in their strategy was this and maybe and, and I know it works and I know that The people that are in the professional uh, end of the music industry have insight to this and maybe understanding that I don't have either, but to me it seems asked backwards. What I mean by that is why should a band pick what the single is or why should a label pick what the single is? Why don't you let the album come out? Why don't you let some songs out or some sound bites and get some feedback from what people like and what they're biting on and then make that your single? That's what we did, yeah, with the Death Wish yeah. video, that's uh you know we've seen that people were making comments about it, they liked it they were they were very interactive at our shows with that song, so it just made sense, okay, this is something that we wanted to try and capitalize on and make a video, and you know kind of push this, and to me, that just makes sense. Give people what they want, man, that's all you know, and instead of cramming it down their throat and hoping they like it,
2: oh, I agree, I totally agree, which. Now, your your first album was out in uh, 2013, Evil, Evil Librium. So now uh, it's yep. 2017 and the new album is just coming out. Is it just coming out now or it's been out? Uh, Tyranny of the Sea? Um,
5: yeah, yep. Uh, March 1st it came out. It was our official release date for that. And uh, yeah, I'm real proud of it. It's 12 really solid tracks and uh, Raphael did a great job. And the guys did a good job on it. And um, we're super stoked to have it out and uh, we're Promoting it and um, working on uh, working on getting a new lineup together, and uh, got some shows coming up in July and August, and looking to get some uh, some more things going on throughout the rest of the year. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. So,
2: uh, any any chances of uh, hitting the East Coast at all, or
5: I'm pardon any anyway?
2: what? Any chances of coming out to the East Coast at all?
5: Oh yeah, actually, uh, I've talked to a couple of people uh, about setting some stuff up, and that might happen later this fall or uh, even towards the winter. Um, All right. We have uh, we have we have some friends out there that are kind of involved in the music scene um, out there in New York and uh, Maryland and a few places. So we may uh, we may end up setting up a couple of shows out there and, and uh, making a journey out there. It's a little different situation for us. Um, all of us have good jobs and uh, families. You know, we're older. You know, we're we're not out there uh, running around eating bologna sandwiches in, in the back of a van and hoping <laughs> for the best. You know, so we've we all done we've already all done that. So you know, we, we take what we do seriously, and we want to be professional on on every level as much as we can, but within reason. You know, so for us, you know, it's easier to make trips to Chicago, Michigan, Wisconsin you know, Ohio and and uh just kind of stable this region uh show wise. Another thing we'd really like to do is eventually someday um play a, a, a festival over in overseas over in Europe, you know. Right. We we'll, we'll have to we'll have to do that and hopefully uh you know putting this record out is one step giving us one step closer to something solid like that, you know. And the more okay. we make a name, the more the more noise we make, maybe maybe we're making a bigger splash in the pond, hopefully.
2: Nice. Now you getting any feedback from, uh, from across the pond at all, or?
5: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've, uh, we've sold a bunch of records all over the, all over the place, uh, Japan, Argentina, Europe, all over the place. So it's, uh, it's been real good and real supportive. We've got, uh, a few, uh, small record store owners and small record labels that buy 20, 30 CDs at a time from us. And, uh, it's been, all, it's been all positive feedback so far and, i I'm surprised and I'm stoked. The reason why I'm surprised by that is usually there's always a negative critic somewhere in the bunch and there's always somebody right, that's right. going to say something negative, but I'm still waiting. You know, I know it's going to come, but so far it's been just kind of, kind of shockingly all super positive that people really like it. So it's a good feeling.
2: <laughs> now it, it, it's it got to be like still kind of mind blowing at times that like like what you're saying, like you get 20, 30 uh, orders from a company that will uh, carry the the CD or uh, album, and um, it, it's still, I, I would be blown away. Like if I wake up and see a, an order, like say from Japan or, you know, uh, Germany or somewhere like that, and just be like, wow, I like the music actually hit that far away. That's got to be wild.
5: Oh, it is. To, to us, it's, it's worth it's it makes everything, all the hassle, all the frustration, all the stress, all the, all the building up to a, to a, to a finished product worth it. You know, it makes everything worth it to us. And, and, and again, it's, a, it's not, it's not the financial issue. Definitely. You know, it's not, it's not yeah. that it's, uh it's the satisfaction of knowing that people like it, you know, and people accept it, people are into it. And there's all these positive uh, comments and feedback and, that's uh, that makes everything worth it to us, you know. As musicians, that that uh, that's like uh, that's like winning the lottery. Awesome. Cool. Well, so, if
2: you guys can, uh, if you guys ever do it, make it over to the East Coast and looking to book some shows. Hit me up and maybe I get you out here to Philly, in between uh, you know New York and Maryland.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. That, yeah. would, be, that would be wonderful. We'd love to come out. There, man. Cool. Yeah. And uh,
2: what songs should I play for everybody?
5: um you know what um i'm gonna leave that up to you because you know your listeners better than i do and you know Ooh, what's okay. gonna resonate with them better than i do so pick what uh pick what you think works and uh we appreciate the support um immensely cool
2: and let's get all the plugs out there where can everybody find scream king get the new album get the old album and just like you love you support you and follow you
5: um, well, the, I'll backtrack a little bit. Uh, the first record is being reissued through Alone Records, and that comes out uh, available June 9th. You can uh, just look them up, Alone Alone Records. They're out of Greece. It's uh, a mail order. And um, they have uh, 100 uh, Screen King patches, you know, for those, for all of you that uh, click Battle Vests. Um, it'll be uh, released with the, with the reissue. And uh, the new record you can get at our website at www.ScreenKingOfficial.com. Um, just go, go, click on order now, and it will take you right to it. Uh, it's all PayPal, so it's all secure and safe. And we have CDs, T-shirts, and other merchandise there available. And you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash ScreenKingMetal.
2: Awesome. Joe, thanks so much. Keep being the Screen King and uh yeah look forward to uh hearing some loud heavy music
5: awesome thanks thanks for the support babe have a great day brother.
2: absolutely take care my friend bye bye
3: Şehadu Allah'a
2: Viking and faith weapon. There you go. Oh wait, wait. You can stop. I'm sorry. You can stop banging your head now. Just take a little break. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Told you, friggin' stuff is awesome, isn't it? Thanks to Joe. Thanks to Scream King. Great stuff. So, uh, all right, yeah. So, so our commercial break is out of the way, so we can keep the show going. We don't got to stop. And here we go, Mr. Andrew W. Boss and and i guess you you could say like a boss or whatever you want to say it doesn't matter get ready to get your ass kicked cuz this dude's gonna do it here he is andrew w boss like a fucking boss mr andrew w boss what's up buddy what's up man how are you good man so uh, at the bank uh, i'm hoping you're making a a
4: withdrawal <laughs> yes sir i was absolutely <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man So,
4: uh, you know, it,
2: it's pretty wild Like, I was going through, uh, you know I'm out here in the, the Philadelphia area So I, I've never heard of you before And um, going through when uh, when I got uh, presented with you uh, I was like, alright, uh, the dude's doing rap metal And, like, yeah. I, I was like, man uh, Are you getting flack for that? <laughs> because, it, I mean, so many I, No, don't get me wrong I, I love it I'm a fan of it I've always enjoyed it but so many people just love to hate on it.
4: Yeah, people are like, and they and they don't even have like good excuses either. Oh. To, uh, that's the why they hate it. They're like, I'll get comments, be like, why don't you do something that's never been tried before? And I'm like, every band you listen to is doing something that's been tried before. There's no, there's literally nobody you listen to, and so I, I don't really let it get to me. And people are gonna say what they what they want to say about your music, you know, it, it, any genre that I did, there's going to be somebody who's like, that's garbage. He right. sucks. He's garbage. You know what I mean? So you can't let it, can't let it get to you. You just got to do what you do and and uh, hope that people like it and just do the, like, I I really feel like the album came out well and that I put my best effort in, so I'm proud of it.
2: Oh, That's, I mean, that's what I was going to say, like, at the end of the day, like, you pretty much just got to say, like, screw all the, the haters and all that, and as long as you're happy with it at the end of the day, I mean, that's got to be the bottom line.
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there's a lot of musicians that take chances, and, uh, I mean, look at all the all the bullshit that Linkin Park is going through about their new record, you know, and, uh... Yeah, yeah good point. Yeah, you know, and, uh, I don't... Me, personally, I don't, I don't really care for the new record, but... It, everything that they do is quality. You know what I mean? That's just not the album that I wanted to listen to. So I'm not going to bash on their record and say that it sucks. It's just not really my type, you know. It's still Linkin Park quality, but, uh, you know, there's all these people out here saying that they sold out and they this and that and whatever, and they they made the album that they wanted to, and people are either going to hate it or love it, and that's just the way that it is at the end of the day. You got to just do the best that you can on the album. And with me, I'm, I'm not a lot of people know who I am. So I have that first impression chance with this album. That if I can get them to listen to it, then a lot of times I get kind of a a knee jerk reaction. Like, Whoa, this is, this is pretty good. You know, they're not expecting that from me.
2: (laughs) Now, weren't you doing like just a, like regular, like rap or hip hop? and then you flipped over to doing the rap metal?
4: Yeah, I started out uh, when I was a teenager just because for the simple fact that I didn't really know what I was doing and that was the easiest thing for me to do at the right. time because I had a couple programs where I could make beats and then I could write songs to it and I was like learning how the whole process went. And So I did a couple of the hip-hop EP- EPs that are really terrible and I hope nobody has any copies of those, but <laughs> you got to start somewhere, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: right on, right on. And now, how many times, how many, how many times, like as you were trying to do that, did you hear uh, people calling you Eminem?
4: A lot. I still, to this day, have people that compare me to Eminem, or or like call me Eminem, or say that I sound like Eminem. So it's, I don't, I don't hear it. I don't hear how I sound like Eminem, but I I hear that a lot from people, which surprises me. I don't know if you I don't know if you feel that way, but you
2: know what? Like I I came across one of one of your rap tunes on YouTube, and then listening to the new stuff, and I don't like hear anything like Eminem. I think people are just probably narrow minded and just look at you and the way you look, and right away just immediately just associate you with oh it, he wants to be Eminem
4: yeah and I when I was just doing the hip-hop I got that a lot because he was like at that time he was really the only white rapper like now you have Yellow Wolf and Ritz and Bubba Sparks and like all of these white rappers like G-Eazy and all these people that are popular now so it's not as bad but back when I started doing hip-hop he was literally like the only white rapper and then and then Kid Rock, but he was like right. rock and roll, you know. It wasn't the same thing. So I got that a lot.
2: I can imagine. I can imagine. Now, something I read, which is, which sounds pretty cool, is um, I guess your your older brother was really the person that really turned you onto this whole exposure to doing music. And I guess they would have you at the shows when you were a young kid, and they would you'd be like the quote unquote head of security.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny because I was, tiny, you know, like I was really small as a kid, and uh, they he was in a band called Twisted Fable, um, and we would go out to a couple of shows that I could because most of the shows that they did were bar shows. But uh, they had a shirt that I would wear that said "Head of Security" on it, and it and it was kind of like a running running gag kind of thing. <laughs>
2: now but yeah. it worked out pretty
4: well. That's awesome.
2: Is he is he still doing music or?
4: He, uh, John is my my guitarist. So, oh cool. Because I have a full band. We just got off a tour with Twisted, um, their Psychomania tour. We got back Monday, and uh, so I have a full band. Uh, Corey Minkowski is the drummer. Uh, my brother John Boss, everybody calls him Flip. He's the guitarist. Uh, my buddy Cody Zimmerman is the bass player. And then my brother Adam Boss, uh is like my hype man. Other oh, no. singer, like he does singing and stuff, and and uh, it, it all meshes really well. We're a pretty well-oiled machine on stage.
2: That's awesome. Now, I, I so I guess he must be uh, <laughs> or has been very supportive when you've followed in his footsteps. Then,
4: oh yeah, we're we're all very supportive. Um, they have. Flip and Adam they have a band called Poonhammer. That is like Yeah. And they and it was funny because they were running through names when they started the band and Poonhammer came up and some other ones that were terrible. And they weren't sure if they wanted the name of Poonhammer if it was too bad. And I was making an album at that time and I did a song with them on the album and I put featuring Poonhammer. And album, and I was like, "You guys are stuck with it now. You can't, you can't go back now. It's in print."
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's face it. Look, yeah. That that's a horrible name, but it's it's equally great at the same time.
4: <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna forget. Too, like, even if you hate that name, you're never gonna forget it. It's awesome. Oh, that's awesome.
2: Now you mentioned uh, being out on tour with Twisted. I mean, ha- that had been pretty wild because. Uh, I mean, they're kind of like uh, like that ICP juggalo type thing going mm-hmm. on. I guess it was kind of hard for you coming up there to uh, to win their crowd over.
4: It it was, but uh, we really didn't have like nobody threw shit at us. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we did okay. Each show was really good. We had like Sacramento was like Sacramento, Phoenix, and Salt Lake City where. Probably our best shows, as far as like crowd response and people really, really digging it. But uh, a lot of the Juggalos are just fans, you know. They kind of, they kind of had like have like a bad rap, you know. And uh, playing a lot of these guys, they're just music fans. They listen to Slipknot and Mudvayne and Corn, and they listen to ICP and Bone Thugs and Harmony and Tupac and like they listen to a lot of stuff. so right. And everybody on the tour was super cool with us. Like uh, Gmoski was on the tour and uh, Gorilla Voltage and those guys. And multiple people were like, they would come to us and be like, I'm really glad that you guys are on the tour. It, it adds another dynamic to the shows and adds that rock in there. And, like, everybody really enjoyed it. So we didn't get a whole lot of flack from the crowd, or awesome. from any of the venues or anything, it turned out really, really well. Actually,
2: that's awesome. Now, was that your first yeah. like official quote-unquote tour?
4: Yeah, yeah. For this project, that was like my first national official tour. We've toured around regionally, and we've done shows. Uh, well, like we did Head Fest up in Seattle. We've done shows uh, with Head PE and Skindred and Tech Nine. Oh, nice. And and dust and uh suicidal Tendency, like a handful of people all over the west coast and so uh the that was the first actual like bigger national tour was uh the psychomania tour but it turned out it turned out really really well
2: so so now the question is since I'm out here in uh, in philly like uh when you coming uh, to the east coast
4: Hopefully this fall. We're trying to work that out right now so that we can do a full national tour. And uh, my drum tech, Cyril, is actually, he's out in uh, New Jersey right now. and He's always, like, telling us we need to get out to the West Coast and we need to do Philly and we need to do – my drummer is originally from Buffalo and now he lives in Phoenix. And I'm cool. a huge uh, Red Sox fan, so playing in Boston is going to be, be cool. super sweet for me. So we're we're working on that right now, but this fall we're we're gonna get back to the East Coast for sure. Awesome.
2: Awesome. Now how about uh now the album is out, it's called Invincible. And now every time I looked at the album cover, like I kept picturing uh, this is just the goofiness in me. I kept picturing um uh John Belushi from Animal House because you got like the the, the college Utah uh sweatshirt.
4: And <laughs> <But> I just <laughs> yeah.
2: John Belushi.
4: That's funny. I I love that movie, and every time I think of that, it's just when he downs that whole bottle of Jack.
1: <laughs> and yeah. I was just
4: the first time I seen him do that. I was like, "Holy shit!" He's having the whole bottle of Jack. That movie cracks me up every time I watch it. I love it. Yeah,
2: that's a classic. That's a true classic. <laughs> yeah. So, so the whole uh, being called Invincible was uh, was any of that being part like going back to like where we were talking like. Kind of having trying to have like a thick skin against people hating on whether it's being you or the music or whatever,
4: yeah. Um, it's it's kind of a just the idea of that no matter what people throw at me, I'm mentally, emotionally, spiritually invincible, and in that it, it doesn't matter, like. I I had a band before that I was in, and that took a lot out of me. And I finally just fired all of them and decided to do this project and and just moving on from that and not letting uh, not letting the world keep you down, kind of a thing is is what that meant. And so it was really important for me to name the album that and the title track "Invincible" that that I did with uh, Pablo is kind of a good reference to that as well, you know. Like, I don't believe in giving up or giving in or any of that. Like, you never give up. I'll sleep when I'm dead, you know, that type of attitude.
2: Right, right. Very cool. Now, something cool, too, I saw that that you did was, uh, I guess, for your CD release party, you were actually just giving out copies to everybody who attended there, free copies of the CD.
4: Yeah, yeah, I like to do that for when we for people to come out to the bar or wherever we're at, and then they just pay the cover, and then uh, they get a free copy of the the, the CD. Or if they had bought the CD already, then they could get in for free. And I think that it's just like you know, there's so many so much music out there, and for people that are willing to buy a T-shirt from me or pay the ten bucks to buy my album. Like, I appreciate that on a personal level. It's not just, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not just something that I brush off lightly. Like, I really appreciate everybody who actually takes the time and their money to buy my album. And so it means a lot to me to, to let people know that that's a huge thank you. Like, I really, really, really do mean it when I say that. I really do.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's like, uh, I mean that's huge. I, I mean, if I was coming out, you know, being uh, from your like your area, you're uh, from Utah area, correct? Like Salt Lake City, out that yeah, way. Huh? So if I was like yeah. from that area and and heard the buzz about you and came out and you know, you uh, know, paid the cover or whatever, and then you're just like here, like have a CD. I mean, that'd be like holy shit, like, and and yeah. you know, I, I I can't imagine seeing. Uh, whether it's you or or, or any bands, I've never seen it done. Like, and I know other bands are doing this too, and it's just mind blowing to me where they're just going around. Like, you, if you come out to see them, they're walking around and they're giving out copies of the CD for free. It's just uh, it's amazing. Yeah, uh,
4: well, yeah, thank you. I I appreciate that. I think that uh, whatever I can do to get people to listen to the album and uh, let them know that I appreciate their support, that I'm going to do that in any way that I can, possible. I just want people... Like, I spent a year making this album. I just want people to uh, listen and enjoy it and appreciate it, for sure. Nice.
2: Now, which, which song is the first single?
4: The first single is Clean, okay. which is track two.
2: Cool. Okay, so I was correct on that. And I, actually, I saw a... Um, Uh, a live video of you guys doing that on Facebook. And I was, seeing that live, like just listening to the album, it's like, all right, this is good stuff. But then seeing that live,
4: it it, it puts it into a
2: whole new perspective. You know what I mean? It just, it was friggin' awesome.
4: Yeah, thanks,
2: man. Especially, I I guess it was your bass player's Mohawk.
4: Oh, yeah. His, His Mohawk is getting pretty famous.
2: That's freaking serious. <laughs>
4: yeah, it is serious. Yeah, I love it. He, we, we always make sure he's got the Mohawk going on. And then it's good because Cody is like, he's like a 14-year-old boy trapped in a man. He's all over the place. And every time we play a show, he's in the crowd, and he's like checking out the other bands, and he's just walking around talking to people. He's seriously like a little teenager. And so the Mohawk, helps us keep an eye on him because you can't <laughs> miss the Mohawk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're not going to lose him in the crowd. Like we always know where he's at. So it's good. We encourage, we encourage it, Cody to keep, keep that up.
2: It must be like watching a shark go through a crowd with that.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's very much what it looks like. Cause all you can see is the Mohawk. <laughs>
2: now something else yeah. I saw in the of book too. And, uh, from what it from what I I gather or what I read uh, it's I guess you didn't officially release it but it's on our, on Facebook and it's uh you doing um uh, that's life that Frank Sinatra song with that uh, kind of Oh like yeah coaches. yeah that was super cool
4: Yeah thanks man I uh I I uh when I first started writing the album that was the plan was to do that song and put it on the album but the further we went along in the album the heavier and more rock-oriented the album was. And so it just didn't fit, and I didn't want to, because it's quite a bit of money to get the rights and the royalties to, especially somebody like Frank Sinatra, you know what I mean? And uh, I didn't, if it wasn't going to fit in the album, I didn't want to go through all of the legal stuff to have it. And so I just posted it up on Facebook so people could listen to it, because I love Frank Sinatra. And uh, I I listen to it quite a bit because it helps me relax, you know. When I just want to relax or, or hang out, I'll I'll throw on like some Frank Sinatra or some old Motown stuff and and whatnot. So making a song where it featured me and him together was a big deal for me. It just didn't end up uh, on the album like I had originally planned.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a keeper there for something. I mean, you got to use that for something special.
4: Yeah, thanks, man. I I might I might if if I can get somebody like maybe a movie or or a TV show or somebody who wants to use it, I'll I'll go through and do all the legal stuff that I need to. But I've gotten a lot of compliments about it, so it might uh, it might end up being put somewhere to get used. Absolutely.
2: Cool. So, all right, where can uh, where can everybody go and get a uh, get the album "Invincible" if they can't see you live for free?
4: Well, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, Amazon, Google. It's on all of the online websites. You can download it. You can stream it. Um, there's a few stores out here in Utah that are carrying it, but it's not uh, in stores nationwide. You can go on my website which is uh And uh you can order T shirts and CDs and stuff like that from me. And oh, uh, we'll ship it out. We'll ship it out to you.
2: Very, very cool. And uh how about uh social media? I guess everything's right on there on the website as well.
4: Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I uh I run all that stuff myself so um if anybody wants to message me or, or uh get a hold of me that's the the easiest way is probably Instagram or Facebook. I don't use Twitter that much but it but it's on there.
2: Yeah and and hopefully like when uh, when he messages back he'll be at the bank getting some more money. So it it'll yeah. be all good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> withdrawal every day. <laughs>
2: Uh, well Andrew man thanks a lot for doing this it was really cool talking to you the album I'm loving it it friggin rocks and uh, yeah we gotta you know you're coming out here to the east coast man hook up and get some cheesesteaks and uh, you know maybe I could get you hooked up with a show or something uh, so when you guys are planning it let me know
4: absolutely man I can't wait to come out and have some food out in Philly can't wait
2: Cool. sounds like a plan dude take care and uh, yeah man stay invincible brother
4: all right, you too. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Yep, see ya. Bye-bye.
6: Put your fucking hands up. I said put your fucking hands up. If you sick of the sound on the radio, then put your fucking hands up. Let me fucking hear you. I said let me fucking hear you. If you sick of the sound on the radio, then let me fucking hear you. Put your fucking hands up! I said, put your fucking hands up! If you're sick of the sound on the radio, then put your fucking hands up. Let me fucking hear you! I said, let me fucking hear you! If you're sick of the sound on the radio, then let me fucking hear you. Put your fucking hands up! I said, put your fucking hands up! If you're sick of the sound on the radio, then put your fucking hands up. Let me fucking hear you! I said, let me fucking hear you! If you're sick of the sound on the radio, then let me fucking hear. you. a song and no love and no shit so I would hinder to rock, rap and pop and turned on the blender spun it on up and I drank down the beverage I may never be clever, the way I miss clever I don't freestyle, I scream when I headbang whenever guitars on a beat and I must it together I jump up and down and I crash up and clown and the beat is behind me you with DON'T FUCK AROUND! Fuck all this garbage and shows and the tans Promoters and labels who don't like a sand I wipe my ass and my balls We so the write up and calls I'm rocking in shows and the stores and the malls From the whiskey I go, go to Idaho Falls Leaving drawers on the floor Then clap. Put your, your up. fucking hands up I said put your fucking hands up And you're sick of the sound of the radio Then put your fucking hands up Let me fucking hear you I said let me fucking hear you And you're sick of the sound of the radio Then let me fucking hear you I'm banging with though I'm in my life The devil keeps yapping when I roll on my eyes Got my skin mask back on, blaring devil and I My hand on his back, no regret this time No friend of mine, no sign, of my rhyme I'm styming again and I'm showing my smile I got a demon inside I was sold as a child My own fucking cousin spread the rumors, I'm vibe Disappointed, I know, you thought I a choke Let me broken in the boost cause on my own But I'm better, I'm grown I'm broken your moan now I'm coming for fans and the money you owe Every song that I wrote was a single and broke The system's a bitch and I'm happy to fuck her People asleep I creep on a mother A son to a runner, a solo with money, the labels get low, When you thinking I'm funny, think again, bitch. good white little kid trick, the black yellow, won't with a giant appendix. Man, they don't mention this. Really, my pleasure. Well, I'm happy to stand here and rock with a band, yeah. Alive and a man, yeah. Proud son for the fans, yeah. Touring the world, the original put your fucking hands up. I said, put your fucking hands up. you sick of the sound on the radio, then put your fucking hands up. Let me fucking hear you. I said, let me fucking hear you. When you sick of the sound on the radio, then
1: let me.
2: W boss with clean and let me hear you great stuff great stuff from everybody all three artists tonight kick ass great 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 I can't praise them enough and I hope you feel the same way I hope you go out and uh, you don't have to go out how about that I, I mean if you want to get the physical copies if you can find them if they're out there get them if not just like while you're sitting on your ass um, you know like I do just go on iTunes or Google Play or, or, or wherever you buy your digital stuff. Just get it and get it into your uh, your digital system and crank it up and enjoy it. And you know what? Get Totally Driven as well. So there you go. Make sure you like us, love us, follow us, Totally Driven Entertainment. We're all over the world with social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, look for Totally Driven Entertainment, Totally Driven TV, and Totally Driven Radio. Look for myself, Bay Ragney. Uh, Also, if you're out here in the Philadelphia area, we got some shows coming up. We got a All Ages show next Sunday night at the Nail in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. We got two acts coming in out on tour, the Hearts on Fire tour rolls into Ardmore. We got um, For the Fire and Echo Heart. And we have a couple local acts. We have um, The Disapproved as well as Peridian. So Look them all up. Check them all out. Come out to the show all ages. That's right. All ages to rock. 21 and over to drink. So, be there and get driven, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Until next time, uh, we'll be back. Actually, we will be back live this Thursday night. And we're going to have all four of those artists on um, live Thursday night to uh, promote the show for Sunday. And uh, we'll also, uh, myself, Nick Wilkinson and Jimmy Janae will be, uh, will be a uh, bullshitting, as we do every Thursday night. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be talking about life, uh, you know, liberty and the pursuit of totally driven. Until next time, stay driven, everybody. See ya.